From across the galaxy, friends unite in one common goal, to defeat the evil empire. Together, they stand strong. Welcome to WE Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. Chapter 9. The Shuttleships Are Ready. Melvin Mole sat in his seat on the shuttle ship. Shuffling his bum, he tried to get comfortable. The seat, cold and hard, meant it wasn't going to be a very comfortable flight. Two steel rods came over his shoulders, locking him in place. He closed his eyes, hoping he could dream about better days with his family and friends. With a deep sigh, he knew he was trapped by the evil empire. The shuttle ship packed the moles in and was getting ready to depart. The smell of the jardinium fuel seeped into the cabin and made it hard to breathe. This would fade away in flight, but Melvin always hated the takeoff. The intercoms rang, and he knew it would be a speech by the master. My beloved workers, a new planet awaits for your specialized skills. I have the utmost faith that you will be able to complete extraction from the core at record speed, and we can move on to another planet. There will be extra porridge if you achieve this. Now go with speed. The engines fired up, the shuttle ship rattled, and soon Melvin and the rest of his moles will be on their way. Chieswav jumped over the fence, leaving the fishbowl by the side of the house. He retrieved his backpack and the devices. All was still either wet or fizzing, or a combination of both. He spat on the ground. That elephant would pay for this. Kichiswav looked at the house, thinking he would be back after he had disposed of Colin. In his castle, Colin rapidly started programming his drones. He knew he had to take a gigantic risk. He'd been given a second chance of life and was going to keep fighting. Taking in a deep breath, he sent his drones firing out of the top of the castle. Each one lined up on the wall of W.E.'s house. Pushing the chameleon button, they blended into the white paint of the wall. Colin turned on the drone's cameras. Kichiswav came back over the fence with his backpack laying out all of his devices, hoping one last time one of them might work. All he got was black screens. Hitting them twice he thought might help, but it didn't. He put his paws out to put the fishbowl next to his devices, when Colin ordered his drones to attack. They swarmed around Kichiswav, diving down, sucking onto his head, shoulders, back, bum and tail. The drone's combined power enabled them to lift Kichiswav off the ground. They lifted him up and he was hung up like a wet shirt on a clothesline. They spun Kichiswav around, making him dizzy. Kichiswav hissed, spat and kicked, but to no avail. The drones were too strong for him. Colin laughed from the safety of his castle and with his joystick he directed them higher and higher. Kichiswav's head, arms and legs became useless as he flew through the night sky at great speed. Over the buildings, the park, the beach, 
and out to sea. Watching from his monitors, Colin was now in hysterics laughing. Getting rid of this vile cat has to be one of the greatest moments of my life. Colin's fins waved a gleeful goodbye on the screen to Kichiaswav. Kichiaswav was still in shock and helpless. Colin giggled away, directing the drones to go as far as they could with their battery power. He didn't want them to run out of power, they needed to come back to him. Colin focused in on Kichiswa's face. OMG! He's picking his nose! What a weirdo! Even though Colin knew Kichiswa was part of the evil empire, he couldn't bring himself to drop him in the ocean, as that would be murder. He was hoping for a small desert island, but he saw a container ship travelling away from the shore. He directed his drones over the bow of the ship. As soon as the drones got Kichiswav a metre off the deck, they dropped him. If Kichiswav ever did manage to make his way back, Colin knew by then his mission would be completed. Kichiswav landed with a thud, his claw scratching the inside of the nostril he was picking. Ow! Where am I? Kichiswav howled. Mission completed. Well done, little fish, Colin said to himself as he hit the return function for the drones. Through the night sky, the drones, in single file, came back from the ocean into the city. When they returned, Colin directed them to lift his bowl back through the bathroom window and to the nightstand. Luckily, WE was still fast asleep and didn't notice anything had happened. Colin sent the drones back to the original hiding places and hit the chameleon button once again. Now, completely exhausted, Colin floated on his back around the top of his bowl, contented that it had been a positive night's work. Taking a break, he heard rolling thunder. Waiting to hear the rain, nothing happened. Colin scratched his head and went into his castle. Thunder, but no rain? That's very strange. From the drone's camera on top of the house, he could see the night sky full of glowing stars. There weren't any clouds. Colin started his screens and a message came through from the secret agent. Slightly perplexed, Colin didn't know how to start. He pondered, there's two of us in the world. That's fantastic. But who is she? And how can I find her? Hmm, best to start with a message to the team. Colin started typing. Dear Bruno and secret agent, no need to worry. I have been able to foil Kichiswa's plans with my drones. All of his communication equipment is ruined and he's on his way out to sea. I'm very tired, so we'll update again in the morning. The message went to the first and second satellite, then on to Bruno. Bruno didn't read it as the ship was now docking at the command station. Concentrating as it attached, Bruno was looking forward to seeing some company. The ship had come from Sector 5, which was deemed to be safe, so perhaps it was a friend to take over from him. He opened the airlock between the command ship and the new ship, but no one came in. Cold air rushed into his cabin. 
Taking a scarf to wrap around his neck, he ventured into the ship. The pilot's seat was empty, but a light was flashing from the co-pilot's desk. Hitting the light, a message came through. Bruno, all is safe now in Sector 5. But we had to stay here to clean up all the waste from the evil empire. They took out three of our satellites, so we couldn't send you an update. One ship did get away and had the evil master on it. We think he has stolen our wormhole key and knows how to jump through the galaxy. We need to get the key back and deprogram his systems. Can you find him? Onward and upward, friend. Bruno sat in the empty seat. His breath shortened, his teeth chattered with worry. How did the evil empire steal the secret key? The secret key had files on it how to jump through the galaxy. Throughout the galaxy were wormholes. They were thought to be a myth, but the leader of the team many centuries ago worked out how to find them. They allowed ships to jump from one point to another in the blink of an eye. So fast, even a cup of tea wouldn't go cold if you jumped a quadrillion light years. Bruno had to put out a galaxy-wide alert to find the evil empire's mastership. Back in the world, thunder rolled again. Colin had fallen asleep, and like W.E., he was unmoved by the sounds. It wasn't being caused by clouds, but by shuttle ships. They had breached the atmosphere and were heading into the world. Malvin Mole crossed his paws, hoping that it would be a safe landing and the evil empire wouldn't be cruel to him when he started work. Tomorrow would be a new day, but the world was in mortal danger. Will Kijeswav ever return back to land? What is Malvin Mole digging for? And what plans do the evil empire have for the world? Stay tuned for our final episode in the series one in WE Kiwi and the intergalactic battle to save the world. And don't forget to become one of our team. Like and subscribe.